Ever since the first tick-tock of time You brought order to a world undefined Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Welcome to the Genesis West Podcast. Our Our teaching team team is made up of men and women who love asking probing questions of each week's scripture portion. To which our community responds with curiosity, courage, and a desire to expand in faith, hope, and love. We follow the Revised Common Lectionary, and we follow the church calendar, because because they they anchor us in something something which can can hold us, no matter what life throws our way. We exist to join God's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us everywhere cultivating new beginnings in all of us everywhere we exist to join god's work of cultivating new beginnings in all of us everywhere we hope you enjoy this week's teaching we hope you enjoy this week's teaching we hope you enjoy this week's teaching ephesians 1 15 through 19. i have heard stories of your faith in jesus and your love toward all people so when i pray i always thank god for you and ask that the God of Jesus Christ, who is creator, will send you the Holy Spirit of wisdom as you learn more and more who God is, so you can see the wonderful hope you are gifted, and so you can know the rich, glorious love of the saints and God have for you and each other in beauty and everlasting love that includes those who have died and who we remember so and you can know that the immeasurable power of God that strengthens us in love and goes alongside those who who believe. I'm stealing this. Oop. One second. Everybody. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Finbar, that was awesome reading. And I bet your brand new glasses really helped. <laughs> glasses are awesome. What what? Um, alrighty. So I'm going to start things off with an all-play. So all-play, this is a chance for us all to share our voices and a break for you all from listening to mine. Um, So imagine with me, if you were the only human on Earth who had ever, ever lived, what are some things that you couldn't do? High five. High five, yeah. (laughs) Hug, fist bump. Share a meal. High five. High five. Did I hear play catch? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, therapist. <laughs> Get another opinion. <laughs> Have friends. Yeah. What's outside? Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess if you didn't know how to make a scarf, yeah. Oh, yeah, wear scarves outside, for sure. You'd have to make the yarn, make the knitting needles, and then knit it yourself. What else couldn't we do? Harmonize. 
it would just be like a melody, unless you wanted to sing harmony, and then that'd be weird. Look out the window? Yeah. Would you be able to learn, like, physics? I mean, maybe if you were super smart, you could figure it out, like whoever invented math, whatever. Um, was there another one? Couldn't build a house unless you built it all by yourself. Unless it was a small tree house, yeah. So, any others? Olive. Oh, yep, you'd have to make all your own clothes, huh? You can just go to the store because one, nobody would be working there. Two, nobody would have built it. Three, nobody would have stocked it with shirts. Wow, so it's almost like we kind of need other people, huh? Yeah, well, that's interesting. You know, this kind of reminds me of like when I first started playing Minecraft. <clears throat> I have no idea what's going on. You're kind of just like thrown into this world with nothing, and then somehow you're supposed to like build a house and plant food, do all these things, on your own, unless you're in multiplayer mode, then you can do it with your friends. But when I first started, I was just kind of thrown in there and I was like, whoa, what is happening? Everything is a square. And then when the sun went down, I was immediately killed by giant spiders. But then our good friend Ivor taught me so many things about Minecraft. Ivor, if you're seeing this, thank you. You're the best. You're the Minecraft master. Um, Ivor taught me like what the buttons do and how to turn blocks into items like shovels and axes to chop down trees instead of punching them down. It takes forever. <laughs> um, and he taught me like eventually as I learned the basics, then he taught me like the intricate engineering involved in building an underground secret door that's powered by redstone. So without Ivor, we wouldn't be having a Minecraft party this Wednesday because I wouldn't know what I was doing. So as Finbar excellently read in our story, Paul is writing a letter to the church in Ephesus. Can you say that? Ephesus. That's where it gets the name Ephesians. Ephesians. Um, so I thought I'd read it again. You all might know this by now. These are the stories that we use down in kids. Um, and you notice in your liturgy, there's two different translations for this text. One is like the traditional one that you find in your Bible. And the other, that Finbar read, is the one from this sort of uh, kid-friendly translation, um, which I always find like super helpful, especially with someone like Paul, who uses a bunch of big, fancy words that at least for me, carry a lot of baggage, and so it's good to kind of mix it up a little bit. So, it also comes with pictures. So, I'm going to read it again, and you can also look at these pictures. Okay. Dear Ephesians, I have heard stories of your faith in Jesus, your love toward all people. So, when I, Paul, pray, I always thank God for you and ask dot, 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 that the God of Jesus Christ, who is creator, will send you the Holy Spirit of wisdom 
So you learn more and more who God is. So you can see the wonderful hope you are gifted. Dot, dot, dot. And you can know the rich, glorious love the saints and God have for you and each other. The beauty of everlasting love that includes those who have died and who we remember. Dot, dot, dot. And you can know the immeasurable power of God that strengthens us in love and goes alongside those who believe. Thank you, Paul. Um, so you might notice that that is just like one long run-on sentence. Like good old Paul, he's known for just rambling on and on and on, um, which makes it really fun to translate from Greek. But like all these ideas kind of flow together and it moves through these different phases. Um, and he touches on some of the reasons why we do need each other. And it's not just to give high fives and hugs and harmonize and get second opinions, which are all great and amazing things, but we also need each other to learn. We need each other to be encouraged. We need each other to cry and to celebrate. We need each other to remember. And the biggest reason, I think, is we need each other because God's love is more fully revealed in the lives and stories of those around us and who have gone before us than it is in just ourselves. We see one little slice of who God is, and Will sees another, and Dave sees another, and Rebecca sees another, and we all see a different slice. And like, yeah, one little, one little sliver of pie is fine, but who would want a little sliver when you could have like a big honking piece? So when we all come together, we can share in the pie of God. I don't, that's not really working, that metaphor. <laughs> but I stuck with it. So, we need us all. Um, and today, I'm wearing this special pin, if you can see. Um, it belonged to my grandma. Her name, Grandma Barb. This is Barbara. Um, and she died five years ago. She is who I'm remembering today. Grandma Barb was one of the kindest, most hilarious, people I've ever known. I have a little, this is the coloring page that we have, and I taped a picture of her with my grandpa on there. So there's Grandma Barb. She made the most delicious corn, and everybody looked forward to it, except for that one Christmas when she accidentally burned it, and then we all made my cousin Kevin eat it. She always wore a bobby pin in her hair, and her lipstick was so well-loved it always curved perfectly to her lips. She was generous with all she had, whether that was cookies, dress-up clothes, money, jokes, kindness, hospitality, and love. She played the organ. She was unbeatable at Scrabble. And she one time made a dog's toenail, thinking it was a popcorn kernel. <laughs> it's so gross. But that's like one of my favorite stories ever. <laughs> um, my grandma Barb taught me so much about how to be a human. And her life revealed a special slice of God's love. 
The part of God's love where the cookie jar is always full. The part of God's love where there is always someone excited to play a card game with me. The part of God's love where you're always welcomed with a warm laugh, a smothering hug, and a bowl full of ice cream. So today, we think about the people around us and who have gone before us. What lessons have they taught us? What stories have they passed on to us? How have they expanded our understanding of God's love? You know, there's a reason why the Bible's full of Ebenezer's and memorials and stories that begin with, remember when, or did you forget? Because in remembering, we stay connected to a bigger story, full of wisdom and mistakes passed down to us by our ancestors. And when we remember and tell these stories, we stay connected, even when those we love pass away. It is only when we forget that our connection is truly severed. And as I was, you know, looking up all the traditions for the kids bit, um, you know, Dia de los Muertos, it is a day of the dead, a day of remembering. And kind of the whole ethos behind it is, there's a quote on here. Our dead are never dead to us until we have forgotten them. And it, it reminds me of that scene in Coco. Oh, it gets me every time. But when they're in the land of the dead and um, that one guy, oh, what's his name? Will, what's the name of the? Hector? Yeah. Hector. 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 When he is visiting a friend who is fading away because the last person who remembers him is forgetting or is dying. And he sings a really sweet song. Ooh. remember me as he fades away, as he is forgotten. And so I know, like, death can be hard. It comes with a lot of different feelings. And all those feelings are totally welcome <laughs> and valid to feel. And I know, like, oftentimes in our culture, we're uncomfortable with death. We don't like to think about that. That's a part of life. We live in physical bodies that one day will stop being functional. And then something else is next. And so sometimes it can be hard and it can bring up emotions no matter how many years or decades have passed to tell these stories and to say their names out loud. But that's how we remember. That's how we stay connected to our loved ones to our ancestors, to all of us. That is why days like All Saints Day are important. And that is why cultures and religions all over the world have days where they remember their dead. They tell stories, they gather together and celebrate. I have this book, actually this is the church's book, um, called Holy Troublemakers and Unconventional Saints um, by Deneen Akers. And this book is 
incredible. You are welcome to borrow it anytime from Genesis. We might have to make a waiting list, or you can purchase it online. Um, but it's full of, st full of stories of saints who are both dead and alive, who have expanded our understanding of our endlessly knowable God. So you'll see there's all sorts of cool pictures. Girl St. Francis. Glennon Doyle's in here. Um, yeah, it's really awesome. So there's people like Bayard Rustin, Fred Rogers, Francis of Assisi, Glennon Doyle, Gustavo Gutierrez, Harriet Tubman, Mary Oliver, and Rachel Held Evans. It's a very good book. <clears throat> because we are all connected. We are all saints. Everyone's a saint. Dead or alive, you and me. We are all saints. Are a place where life is Thank you for listening to the Genesis West podcast. If, if you, you find, find yourself, yourself nearby, nearby on Sunday, we'd love for you to join us for worship. We meet at Elam Church Center in Robbinsdale, Minnesota. If you, if have, you have any questions or would like to connect with us, please visit us at www.genesiscov.org.